Does the crowded consulting and coaching marketplace intimidate you and hold you back on what you know you could be doing to launch or grow your own business? Welcome to the Enough Already podcast. This is the place for finding the courage to turn your unique strengths, perspective, and experience into a profitable, purpose-driven consulting or coaching business. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan, and today I've got great news. You know what you can do? You can stop worrying about the competition because I'm gonna teach you today how to conduct a market scan and help you find your niche, which is the single best strategy for dealing with competition because what you're gonna do is just simply make the competition irrelevant. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about networking, which I thought was a break from my brand new series that I've been doing on my podcast. But the reality is what makes you a great networker, market scanner, brand builder, it's all the same skill. It's all about listening. It's all about tapping into needs and what people want, what they feel. So tune into today's episode where I'm gonna be walking you through the seven steps of your market scan and I'm gonna show you how to mine for the intel around what makes you unique, how you can stand out, even if you're brand new and just starting out. But before I get into the steps, let's make sure you and I are on the same page around what is a market scan. So a market scan is simply when you talk to people, you talk to clients, former clients, potential clients, so you can understand them better. It's when you try to see the world from their perspective, you know, you sort of walk a mile in their shoes and you wanna listen for things like how they define and describe what their problems are, not the problems that we want them to have or what they want, but what they really experience. It's sort of like that conversation that's going on inside their heads. We wanna understand like who they see as your competitive set. You know, where are the options that they can go to to solve their problems and where are they nailing it and where are those options just falling short because those places are those unmet or undermet needs that you can get in there and fill. This is how you make the competition really just a non-factor because you're meeting needs in a way for different people that somebody else has not really cracked the code on. So what's so great about a market scan, there's so many reasons. You could hear the passion in my voice. I think it's that qualitative researcher in me from all of my years of consulting that just loves doing market scans because I did that all the time. I did focus groups for my clients around what was getting in the way of their strategy. So I talked to employees and I talked to customers and I did all of that. Similarly, you're gonna do the same thing for your business. But for you as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur of a very small business, you're gonna get amazing intel that's gonna help you in so many ways. First off, you're gonna be able to figure out again, how to position your consulting and coaching so it stands out. So for example, I was working with Rachel on her whole brand building process, her website copy, her website design and all of that. And one of the most powerful parts of our process was the market scam. So she interviewed a lot of people. And what was really interesting for her audience is she is a dating coach, but she works with high achieving women. And she really uncovered what the unique challenges were for high achieving women. There were so many different things that people said that turned into this copy gold that Rachel was able to use on her website, like Rachel helping her clients get an escape hatch of the misery of being with the wrong man. 
beautiful copy writes itself. But she also found out that her clients were really looking for a different kind of process than what's out there. That these were accomplished women and they got stuff done. And so they were very strategic and intentional in their business and they wanted a dating process that mirrored that. So Rachel was able to figure out how to position herself for this particular audience as well as come up with relevant products and services that made sense for this particular client. The other thing that's great about this intel is it gives you a, a unique competitive angle, you know, or a way, especially if you're a consultant on how you can actually compete against those larger firms, because a lot of consultants are very intimidated by the larger, larger firms. So Charlie was in that boat where he was a business growth consultant and he wanted to figure out how he could stand out. And one thing that he uncovered through his market scan is how frustrated his clients were with those big firms, that they were frustrated with the cookie cutter solutions. And that when they hired the big firms, they got the junior consultants and they got these surface level recommendations. So he was able to say, hey, you're not going to get cookie cutter solutions and you're not gonna have to do a large capital investment. I can give you a solution with personalized attention that's customized, that's gonna maximize your money. So that was a great competitive angle and a big confidence boost for Charlie. Another thing that you could do, as I'm alluding to, is mind messages that makes your clients feel like you're reading their mind. So one of the things that I've done through getting into the habit of ongoing market scan is I really listen for the words that my clients say. And they always talk about clarity and confidence and purpose and sustainable success and accelerating their success, fears, imposter syndromes. So I use those words a whole lot more in my copy because this is what my clients are using. So making sure that you're clear on the messages is that you are clear on what is actually going through their minds, the words that they would use. And then the other thing about this intel is it for sure gives you the insight on the products and services your clients will want to buy. So, and also what aspects of your products and services they actually found the most valuable. So for example, I worked with Jim a long time ago. He's a parenting coach and through his market scan, he thought the most valuable thing he offered before he did his market scan was his his coaching, his one-on-one -on -one coaching for parents. But what his parents really loved is that he had this on-call access, which meant that he would be available for questions. So when the kid was getting unruly, that they could call him up and he can give them on-the-spot insight, which is magical, huge, especially if you're a parent and you're confused about how to deal with a challenging child. So he's kind of giving that part of the process away or part, that part of his service away for free, but that was really the main value. So he was able to reposition his products and services where he really led with that on-call access, getting help when they need it, you know, when there's difficult situations. So not only was he able to create a service that people wanted to buy, he was able to identify what was the most important features of that service, and he was able to actually dramatically increase his fees. So these are all the benefits. This is why I always recommend to my clients when we're going through the brand building process to go slow to go fast. Because when you figure this stuff out, you know, and you put something out there, you'll know for sure, yeah, it will for sure sell because you got the intel. So that also gives you a boost of confidence, gives you that energy to get out and market yourself without that fear, that anxiety. There's so many benefits of this market scan. So I hope I've convinced you on the importance of doing this brand building process in a strategic way and the incredible value of the market scan. So now that you're clear, you're on board with me, right? Thumbs up, you're all on board. Let's get into the seven steps. So here's your first step of your market scan. 
What's most important is being clear on what do you want to know? What is the insight, the intel, the strategic perspective that you are trying to get the strategic insight from your market scan? Because the reality with a market scan and any other assessment is it's never about the questions you ask for. It's about the insight that you're listening for. Because there's many, many times when I've done assessments as an organization development consultant, when I was doing assessments with customers, with leaders, with stakeholders, with senior executives, with customers, with everybody, and I would have questions that just might not work for whatever reason, but I never lost sight of what I'm listening for. So I could change my questions on the fly because I know what I'm listening for. So these are the important things that build the foundation of your effective market scan is you need to know what are you listening for. I'll tell you some suggestions of what I would recommend that you listen for. Number one is you want to hear the words that your clients use. So you want to hear reoccurring themes on how do your clients frame and describe what is their pain? What are their goals? What are their aspirations? What are their frustrations with their existing solutions? What are their solution desires? You know, you're listening for the unmet and undermet needs for sure. You want to know what they are, but you want to understand them from the perspective of your clients. So it's a really the most important thing is to see the world from their point of view, to walk that mile in their shoes. The other thing, interesting phrases. You want to pay attention to whatever people say that makes you say, oh my gosh, that is so interesting. That is such a great way of saying this. You want to take note of those. You also want to be listening for search terms. These are magical SEO um, opportunities for you, but you want to know what would they literally type into Google to find a consultant or coach like you or whatever information that would get them to a consultant or coach like you. So you want to be listening for that. And then if you are talking to existing clients or past clients, you really want to get some feedback on you. You want to understand not how awesome you are at following up or how easy you are to work with. You really want to be listening for what is the value or outcome they experience because they worked with you. That's what you're listening for. So that's step one, know what you're listening for. But then before you go out and start collecting new data, I would recommend that you collect and analyze existing data. And I bet you have a ton. I know you think I don't have that much. I promise you, you've got a ton of data. You've got notes from discovery meetings. You've done proposals in the past. So you'll hear what people are asking for, what their needs are, intake forms, especially if you're a coach. You might have a folder in your desk somewhere that has all of your raves you know, everything that people have said about you over the years. Look at that. Get on LinkedIn. Look at all your testimonials. See what people say or job reviews. You've got intel. So just start listening for those things that you're listening for from your existing intel and try to mine that first. Then step three is decide, well, what kind of market scan assessment do you want to do? There's so many ways that you can do it. You can do an, an, an intuitive market scan where you're kind of guessing. I wouldn't recommend that one if you're new and starting out or if you're really trying to take your business to the next level. It's really important that you actually talk to people because they're going to give you so many great perspectives. But there's different ways that you can talk to people. So you can do a survey which is easier, you can get it out to more people. You know, busy people might take like a handful of minutes to fill out your survey, or you can do an interview, which I usually prefer because you could pro for clarity. 
you know, if somebody says, you know, Betsy, you really helped me get a lot of clarity around my business, you know, that I didn't know. I hear that all the time is, you know, as a result of working with you, I now I'm clear of how I fit in and what my expertise is all about and, and the value of that. And then I could ask the follow-up question, you know, such as, that's so great. So when you had that clarity, what difference would it make? And they might say things like, oh, well, I was able to get focus on what I needed to do because I knew what my business was all about. So it allowed me to get focus and create more opportunities faster. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's great. Well, what kind of opportunities? I was like, well, I got a lot of more intro calls. Oh, great. Well, how many intro calls did you have before? How many do you have now? Oh my God, that's amazing. You know, or they might say, I just got traction on my business. I was able to get my website copy launch, you know, written. I was able to get my business launched and all of that. So now I have a whole lot more insight that the clarity actually led to traction. It led to focus. It led to accelerated results. It led to confidence and all of that. So I have a lot more insight. That's a lot more valuable of what I am bringing to the table than just, oh, well, clarity. So um, the other thing that you are having the opportunity to do when you do interviews is you actually are opening doors to potential clients, former clients who might become clients again, or people who might refer you to clients. So there's that extra bonus. You just have to make sure you handle things in the right way because you definitely do not want to do your market scan as a sales opportunity. Or you could do both. You could do a little bit of a survey and then you could follow up with an interview. So it's more time intensive, but the nice thing is with the survey is you have everything written so you could refer back. So that's the third step. Let's talk about the fourth step. This is a very important step. It's all about deciding who are you going to include in your assessment. And one of my big things is, is you only want to get information and intel from people who reflect the kind of person you'd love to work with. So if it's somebody that you worked with in the past and you really didn't enjoy working with them and you didn't get amazing results, don't talk to them. They're not going to be helpful. So you want to be thinking about former clients, which also could be bosses or internal clients. If you're new and starting out and you might say, oh, I don't really have any any clients that I could talk to? Yes, you do. You have a long track record. You have a ton of people. Um, you could look at direct reports as potentially clients as well. Depending on how you're thinking about who your ideal client is, you know, it might be a younger version of yourself. And if it's a younger version of yourself, it's likely to have been a direct report. It could be colleagues that you've worked with in the past who constantly come to you for help, you know, and of course, potential clients, people who reflect that ideal client. And again, mm, and again, my big warning to you, it's essential, 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 only interview people that you would love to work with and who love working with you. Otherwise, your results might be skewed. So now let's talk about step five. Then you design your questions and your probes. So there's a difference between a question that you're going to ask and then what your follow-up questions might be. The follow-up questions where the magic is, but the, the questions that you're going to be asking is what you're going to lead with. So make sure that you design questions that are free from bias. So I work with several clients on their market scan and I give them through my brand program and through my strategy programs and my masterminds, I give them the questions. And then inevitably they edit my questions to add in what they hope the clients are gonna say. So if I say, you know, what, 
where do you turn to when you should be turning to a coach? Let's say, for example, somebody might add that in there because they're a coach. Well, now you're adding in like a bias, you know, that you're assuming that somebody wants coaching when you really want to listen for what it is that they actually want. So what you don't want to do is like lead the witness with your questions of like, you know, so what value could you get from coaching? What do you know about coaching? What bad perspectives you had about coaching? You don't want to put that kind of stuff in there. You want to make sure it's free from bias, non-accusatory. You want to make sure each one of your questions are unbundled, meaning you don't want to ask two things. So you don't want to ask, you know, what is the most meaningful and um, least frustrating part of working with me? You just bundled something, meaningful or, or least, least frustrating. You know, you're bundling things. Make sure whatever question though you ask is linked to what you want to know. So you... When I work with you on your brand building and we work on the market scan, I'll show you how to do this. But it's like, here's your listen for, here's your questions. You might ask five questions to get to what you're listening for because you just might not ask it in that particular way. So for example, when I was a consultant and I wanted to know how engaged people were, I wouldn't ask them straight out like, so how engaged are you as an employee to this company? Company, I would ask in a different way. I would say, well, what's your what's the best part of working here? You know, what about this? Can you get this here or is it, is it, can you only get this here or can you get this somewhere else? You know, when you get this, what difference does it make to your performance? When you get this, what difference does it make to your intent to stay or something like that? So I ask maybe five questions to get to the one thing that I'm really listening for is to what degree are employees engaged? That kind of thing. Um, the other thing that you want to make sure that you do in your market scan is don't do coaching. Don't do consulting, don't do solving, don't do analyzing. You're just asking questions because you want to join the conversation that's going on inside your client's heads. So of course, if you need help with the questions, I got questions for you. You can get it through the programs that I offer through working with me one-on-one or working in my groups. But again, the magic isn't in the questions, it's in the listen fors. So the beauty about understanding your listen fors is if a question doesn't work, you don't have to force it. You can just ask it in a different way. All right, step six. So let's say you're doing a market scan and you're choosing to do the combo method, you know, where you're doing a survey, then an interview. I would recommend sending out the survey first. And then in your last question, it could be, you know, would you be willing to jump on a quick 30 minute phone call to go over your results? They could say yes or no. So definitely send the survey first. The other thing about sending the survey first is it gives you an opportunity to look at the information that you might want to probe a little bit more so you can make the best of use of everybody's time. So that's step six. But then the most important thing is step seven. What in the world do you do with your findings? So you want to summarize your findings. And how do you want to summarize it? Is you want to summarize it in two specific ways. You want to look at the themes, which is at least two people have had to say the same thing. So if you're looking at certain categories, so let's say you're trying to be listening for pain, aspirations, frustrations with existing solutions and solution wants. Those are the four things that you're looking for in your market scan. You want to be able to identify, well, what are people consistently saying? But in order for it to count, at least two people have had to say the same thing about the pain. They might have said it in different ways, but two people have had to say the same thing. And then or the same thing for aspiration. So for it to count as a theme, that's what it is. So it's important to know how to theme your information. It's one of the biggest challenges that I help my clients through in the program is to show them, you know, how do you make sense out of this data? But then the other thing that I highly recommend you do is you make a bank 
of all of those sticky phrases, those unique and memorable ways of expressing their points. Like I mentioned with Rachel, you know, the escape hatch from the misery of winding up with the wrong man. That is such a great phrase. Save that, make a bank for it so that when you are working on your website copy, you have this magical copy goldmine that you can tap into when you're stuck and you're not quite sure what to say. The other thing is you definitely want to be listening for how you're different, how you're special, how you're amazing. You know, so you want to be thinking about not necessarily just like, oh, you're so great with your work habits or you're so easy to work with or how nice you are. I'm sure you're all those things. You want to be listening again for the value that you've created in the past and how you're different from others. That's what you're listening for. And then for sure, capture what are ways that I can make my consulting and coaching stand out? There's many positioning strategies that you can choose from. And I have a podcast episode on the different positioning strategies that you can go back to and listen to on the positioning of your consulting or coaching. But the idea here is, well, how can you make yours stand out? So for example, my client Jahan identified that if she, she's a career coach and she helps people and she helps high achieving women, that's not necessarily quite as unique as this angle that she added on is that she works with high achieving women in the sports industry because there's not a lot of career coaches and a lot of people focusing on women in the sports industry. So that in itself is unique. So you can angle it that way. Or there might be a unique aspect of your consulting or coaching. So let's say you offer more personalized custom solutions versus your competitors who offer more of those cookie cutter solutions. That's a unique positioning. Or there's a different angle that you might choose around your consulting as maybe the certain aspect of your process is that you really pay attention to the political aspects and the political savvy and how you align stakeholders. That's another unique positioning. So there's a lot of different ways you can organize around role, industry, that could be different ways that you could stand out or a unique aspect of your consulting or coaching solution. There's a lot of different ways. If you need more help on that, definitely go back to the previous podcast I did on that. But make sure you capture the words. Ideally, if you can record your interviews and get them transcribed, that's the best. And you want to hear what people describe as their desired state, their current state, the obstacles that get in their way, how they feel about it. You want to capture what dream solutions do people want and that what they would be willing to pay for. Again, the value of what you do, what makes you stand out, those sticky phrases, and then that feedback on you. These By doing this process in a particular way, you actually can be collecting your testimonials and case studies. And there's a whole process around how do you make the most of your testimonials and how do you make them benefit-driven and how do you edit them? There's all kinds of things I teach my clients through my program on how to make the most use of those testimonials, but for sure, you're getting tons of them. So those are the seven steps. Let's recap them. Number one, be clear on what you want to know. Your listen fors is what drives your entire market scan. Number two, collect and analyze the existing data you have against those listen fors. You got a ton of things out there. I'm positive you do. You've been a high achiever for a long time. You've got those rave folders. You've got your LinkedIn profile filled in with recommendations. You've got a lot to go from. You've got intake forms. You've got proposals. Number three, then decide what is your assessment type. So are you more of a survey person and that would create the value for you that you're looking for in this market scan? Or are you more of like a qualitative person like I am? 
you know, or do you want to do a combo? So decide what you want to do, and then you decide who you want to include. Again, do not interview anybody that does not reflect who you'd love to work with because it's going to skew your results. Then design your questions and figure out what probes you're going to ask in order to get more information, especially if you're doing a qualitative research project or more of that open-ended interview kind of process. If you are going to do both, send the survey first, then follow up with the interview, and then make your information useful. Identify the themes, identify the sticky phrases, and summarize it in a format for you to refer back to in the future. So with my clients, I have a whole spreadsheet that I have created that they can use to capture all of that intel and all of those sticky phrases so that they could use it in the future. You just need to figure out what works best for you. So now let's talk about some next steps. What can you do right now? I would just say start small. If you're interested in a market scan, but you're not ready to do a full on, just get curious. You know, people are calling you regularly and they are asking for your help or you are offering your help in many different scenarios. And when that happens, what I want you to do is really pay attention. Pay attention to that person and ask just a handful of questions. You know, probe, if you're going to probe on anything, really probe to understand their pain you know, and their goals and their human needs, you know, first. So if they call you up and say, hey, I need your help on my finances, you know, can you help me with my taxes? You know, you could say, oh, sure, I could help you with your taxes. Or you can get more curious. You could be like, okay, so what's going on? You know, why is your taxes all of a sudden becoming a crisis? It's like, well, you know, I have a business and I'm visionary and I've been blowing and going and I've gotten tons, I've gotten so busy and I've got all this revenue and I'm worried that I'm going to spend so much money on taxes. Like, oh, so there's a bigger thing that's going on. The pain is around the money because you're growing really fast because you're a visionary person and this not, is not necessarily in your wheelhouse. Okay. You know, now you're having a more meaningful conversation because you understand underneath the ask is always pain and underneath the pain are goals and underneath goals are human needs. So you want to understand those because that's how you are going to be able to not just stand out in the marketplace, but be able to relate to a client at a very personal level. You know, the beauty of coming up with this positioning strategy and the idea of coming up with these messages is it's not about some marketing exercise that we're doing here or brand building on how I can make you look like the next Kim Kardashian influencer. That's not what this is all about. And branding isn't about that. It's about making meaningful connections and offering meaningful value to somebody that you are really wanting to help and who really needs your help. It's about empathy. It's about understanding the world from somebody else's perspective. So simply get curious and that's your first step. And then you could talk to former clients. They're easier to talk to than people you haven't met yet. So former clients, former colleagues, people that you've worked with in the past. And that will give you a safe way to get comfortable with the whole process. I know that you might be thinking, well, Betsy, you know what? I'm new. I don't have any clients. And I'm going to tell you like I tell all my clients, you do. You have created value for people throughout your entire career. And the problem is and why the brand building process gets so challenging for my clients is it's just so hard to see it because you got that nose to the window pane syndrome. You know, so it's easy for you to miss out on all the people that you're helping and all the value that you're creating. Another place that you might get stuck is, you know, you might say, you know, I just, I feel bad. I don't want to, everybody's busy. I don't want to ask for people's time. I'll just tell you in my experience of doing the market scan for myself and helping my clients do the same, 
the one thing that's true is people love to help and they love being interviewed. People love being interviewed. I know this for sure when I did interviews and focus groups when I was an organization development consultant. I had customers crying and saying, oh my gosh, leadership really cares about me because they, they want to understand. People want to help you because you're helping them by giving them the gift of understanding them. They love that. And then Another thing that you might be saying is, yeah, this is all great, but I still don't know who my clients are. I don't know what questions to ask. I'm still stuck. I'm swirling. I'm still at that crossroads. And let me tell you, I, I got a couple opportunities for you. So I still have my signature brain building program, you know, and all the things that I help my clients with one-on-one where I show them step-by-step on figuring out what their business foundation is all about, what is their strategy, who do they serve, how are they going to stand out, and going through the entire market scan process. I help them customize it with questions and crafting their whole strategy and figuring out what they need to do. But I got a cool new opportunity that I'm working on right now that I am so excited about. You can be a part of my brand new mastermind group and you can get access to me for sure still, but I'm going to be guiding you in a small group of curated participants and I'm going to help them through not just the brand building process but through the broader foundation building process. So what I'm so excited about with this mastermind is I get to help more people. I can create more value because they get me plus a whole tribe of other people who's almost like their ready-made focus group right there. But this is a focus group of people who get what you're going through, who will cheer you on, who will normalize all the questions and fears. I can help people for a lower price point because I'm working with more people all at the same time. And there's so many reasons why this mastermind, I'm so excited. You could hear it in my voice. I'm so excited. So what I'm really talking about for this particular mastermind too, is it's really for crossroads people. You know, I realized through my own market scan process is that the people who I can help the best are the ones who are at critical crossroads, career crossroads. And it's somebody who's like sort of navigating these transitions, like either they've been a corporate leader and now they wanted to go into consulting or coaching, or they've been an employee and now they're an entrepreneur, or they have had this startup business and it's time to scale, or they've been this sought after expert and they want to become a thought leader, or somebody who wants, who's had tons of success and now they want significance. And it's like, there's this path. They're not sure which way to go, you know, like which way do I go and how do I get the courage to go down that path once I figure it out? So This program is really for those kind of people who really want to achieve both purpose and profits in their business. And it's also for the people who are done with generic strategies and tactics. You know, like they've downloaded the webinars and the podcasts, they've read the books, they've had the endless coffees with other colleagues who will give them insight on how to get clients and all that kind of stuff. They're done with that. They want their strategy for their business so they can get into execution mode. They can maximize their money and they themselves can be set up for sustainable success and significance, not generically like a bunch of other consultants or coaches, them. That's what this program is for. That's who it's for. That's who I'm looking for to put into this mastermind. So if this sounds like you, this is what I would love for you to consider. So this is where you come in. So I'm opening up 10 spots in this group program, and I'm I'm going to be charging a lot more in the future. So my guesstimate for what I'm going to be charging in the future is $59.50, but I want to offer this program at a 45% discount to you right now if you want to sign up. And all I'm asking for in exchange for this big discount, so it's like over $2,000 discount, 
is I just want to get some time, some of your time, maybe five minutes of your time, one time per week, where you help me transition my one-on-one program into this group experience. Because I need to make sure that the exercises and what I'm guiding people through relate to a group and will relate to different people at different points in their entrepreneurial journey. So this mastermind is starting in January, but I haven't fully created all of the elements yet. I have ideas, I have strong ideas. I put it out on a on a sales page to give an idea of what I'm going to be offering, but it's not that, you know, I don't I haven't put the bow on it because I want to get input. Again, market scan. I want to get market scan intel, but I want more than just a couple minutes of your time, you know, just one time. I want to get more ongoing and I want to help you if you are in this boat at this incredibly discounted rate. My typical one-on-one program starts at 8500, so you would get this program for significant discounts. So all I'll be doing is either sending out some questions for your input. I might do a survey or just maybe a quick Q&A phone call or something like that. All I want is your honest opinion in a way that works best for you. So I'll accommodate what kind of feedback I need and how to get it from you in a way that maximizes your time. But if you join in, I know that the group program starts in January, so you can join in for sure. You'll be able to join into the program. You're automatically in. You're going to get all the resources, the bonuses, and all of that. I'll also give you additional resources, courses, coaching direction now so that you don't have to wait until the program is launched so that you can get all of your needs met. So we'll have a conversation if you wanted to join this program now or on what you need, and I'll give you your customized curriculum to make sure that you make the most out of the group experience. So if you're in, the discounted rate is only available until December 2nd, 2022. So if this sounds good to you, I would love for you to either check out, you can go check out my draft sales page. It's with a Y, not an A, dot com slash academy. Or we could just jump on a call or drop me an email at Betsy at BetsyJordan.com. But if you're on the fence about your business, which way you want to take it, and it's holding you back from getting your website done or getting out there marketing yourself, this is your chance to get in and work with me in a very personalized way at the lowest rate I'll ever offer. So this group program is at the lowest price that it's going to be. It's going to be substantially less than my one-on-one And I would love for you to have a say in how I build it because I want to build it right with your intel. So enough said about the program. Okay, so I keep going on. Enough already, enough already about my program, but I'm super excited. Um, I just am so excited because just imagine that you could have a group of people, you know, that you can bounce your ideas off of, get support, encouragement. I've done masterminds in the past. There's so much fun. So, okay, fine. Now I'm enough said, I'm done. Um, But we're going to continue to talk on this podcast about building your brand, building your business as a consultant or coach. And so definitely join me next week. I'm going to continue on with our breakthrough brand building tips and inspiration. So definitely hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And until next time, thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at BetsyJordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.